0: Thank you for listening to the Calvary Church Podcast. If this ministry has been a blessing to you, would you let us know? Send an email to mystoryatoledocalvary.org. We would love to hear what God is doing in your life today. Good morning, Calvary. So good to see you this morning. So thankful for the opportunity to share with you this morning. And today I've titled my message, The Storm. So if you have your Bibles with me, go ahead and turn to Acts chapter 27. Verse 13, so we're going to do a lot of skipping ahead here in the book of Acts, and to give you a little background where we're at in the book of Acts, in the the scripture that we'll look at today, is we find uh, in this story we have the Apostle Paul, and Paul's been in prison now for about two years for preaching the gospel, and he's on his way to Rome to stand trial before Caesar. and In order to get to Rome, they're putting him on a ship in this journey that he's going to begin. And on this ship, he encounters a storm. So look with me in Acts chapter 27, verse 13 through 15. It says, When a gentle south wind began to blow, they saw their opportunity. So they weighed anchor, sailed along the shore of Crete. Before very long, a wind of hurricane force called the northeaster, swept down from the island. The ship was caught by the storm and could not head into the wind. So we gave way to it, and we were driven along. The ship was caught in a hurricane force. The word caught in verse 15 is the key phrase here. Is there anybody here that can say, you've been caught in the storm? You've been caught in the storm of life. Last summer, my wife and I, my wife Maren and I, and our kids uh, were heading to vacation, so we headed south, and when you live in Ohio... Vacation is usually south. So we headed, headed down to Florida, and uh, we got up early in the morning time and made the drive down that way. And halfway through the drive, Martin says, hey, you've been driving for a while. Won't you go ahead and take a break and allow me to drive? I'm like, yes. I'm going to take her up on this. So I jumped in the passenger seat, and, uh, you know, I thought, okay, you know what, she, what she needs right now is for me to take a nap. And so I'm just going to take a nap while she's driving, and, you know, I'll feel good. And so during, the, during my nap, though, I was awakened by a storm. We hit, we, we hit this storm that came out of nowhere. This, this, this storm was, it was bad. It, the wind was blowing. Uh, the skies got dark, and the rain was coming down so fast that you, the windshield wipers couldn't keep up with it. Have you ever been in that, driving before like that? Well, this is what we were caught into, and so I'm scared at this time because I can't drive. She is driving, and, you know, so at first I say, you know what, Marn, why will not I just take over right now? will will not you just pull over and, and get out, and I'll drive? And she's like, no, I got it. I got this. So next thing you know, you can't see, see the taillights in front of you. And all of a sudden, you see one, and I'm like, this is crazy. I got to drive. I got to drive. So this is back and forth conversation that we're having. I'm like, honey, just let me drive. You'll be so much better if you let me drive. And we're going back and forth with this, and she finally looks at me. And you know what she said to me? Why don't you go back to sleep? (laughs) I got this. We were caught in the storm, and I had no control. In life, we get caught in storms. And I'm not talking about the weather. I'm talking about the trials of life that we have. These are the storms that we encounter. I've had my share of storms in my life. I've lost family members to cancer. I've shared before with you guys early in my marriage when uh, we moved here to Toledo I've lost a couple of jobs that, you know, were laid off and would come home and, like, and have to look at my wife and say, Marn, I lost our job, my job. What am I supposed to do right now? We don't have any money coming in. In our lives, we can all find ourselves in the storm. Some of you are here today and you're in the midst of the storm right now. You find yourself right now in the career storm of life. My job isn't working out or I just don't have a job. Or I don't feel like this career is what I'm supposed to do anymore. Or maybe you're here today, and you're in the marriage storm. My marriage is falling apart. I don't know how to fix it. Or right now, you're having some trouble with your children, and it's put you in this parenting storm. Or maybe you're having a health crisis right now, and you're thinking, what's going on with my body? I'm in a hell storm. Maybe you're sitting here today, and you're thinking, man, my life is good, Pastor Keith. Life is good, and I want to tell you, that is great. But one day, the storm will come. One day, you'll find yourself in the midst of the storm. So what do you do when you're caught by the storm? Today, I want to give you four storm survival strategies. The first storm survival strategy is this. Stay on the ship. Acts chapter 27, verse 29 through 30. Fearing that, they, fearing that we would be dashed against the rocks, they dropped four anchors from the stern and prayed for daylight. In an attempt to escape from the ship, the sailors let the lifeboat down into the sea, pretending they were going to lower some anchors from the bow. The men on the ship are finding themselves in this storm of life. They're in a storm that's got hurricane winds. Verse 29, fearing that they would crash against the rocks, they dropped four anchors from the stern. Now the four anchors they, uh, from the stern they dropped there would have slowed the speed of the ship enough to keep it from hitting the rocks. Anchoring from the stern would, be, would enable it to continue its forward progress till it reached shore. In verse 30, we see that the men know the extreme danger that they're in. When being on this ship, they're in this wind, they're in this storm, the waves are crashing up against the ship, and they know they're heading for the rock. And so they pretend to lower the anchors from the bow. But what they really were planning on doing is jumping into the lifeboat. And I want to say to you today, if you find yourself... In the storm of life, don't pretend everything's okay. Don't act like it's all together. I see it happen. There's times you want to, some of you guys will come in, and I'll say, "Hey, how are you doing this morning?" And you'll smile and say, "Praise the Lord, Pastor Keith. Everything is good. My life is good. My job is going good. My marriage is good. My health is good. Everything's good. Praise the Lord." But really, you're pretending and it's all good. You're pretending it's all right. See, we let pride in our life get in the way, and we don't want to ever admit that we're in a storm. We don't ever want to say that, you know what, pastor, I'm dealing with this right now in my life. And we ask that question because we actually do care. We care about the church, and we want to know what is going on in your life. How can I pray for you? How can I help you? What tools can we help you to give you to get out of this, these things that you're facing in your life? Acts chapter 31. Then Paul said to the centurion and the soldiers, unless these men stay with the ship, you cannot be saved. Paul is saying, you will survive the storm if you stay on the ship. If you're in a storm right now, Or when your storm comes, the first survival strategy is stay on the ship. Stay on the ship. But you're thinking, Pastor, that's great. But you don't understand. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. I've been praying. I've been fasting. I've been tithing. I've been coming to church, going to girl groups. I'm even in a connect group. And I'm serving. But I'm not seeing life change. Things aren't so great. I'm even thinking, why do I even come to church? If you're thinking that today, I want to say to you, the answer is no, 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 don't think that. Stop thinking that way. Stay on the ship. Staying on the ship means you're going to keep praying. You're going to keep reading your Bible. You're going to keep connecting. You're going to keep growing. You're going to keep serving. That's what staying on the ship's all about. Don't run from God when the storm comes. Stay on the ship. So many of us, when we get in a storm, we run from God. Stay on the ship. Sometimes it takes more faith to stay than it does to leave. Stay faithful to God during your storm. Acts chapter 27, verse 32 So the soldiers cut the ropes that held the lifeboat and let it drift away. When they heard Paul say, you have to stay on the ship, they cut the rope to the lifeboat and he let it go. The lifeboat was their backup plan to escape the ship. And what did they do? They cut the rope to the lifeboat and let it drift away. They got rid of their backup plan. And what they did was completely abandoned themselves to God. And you know what? To stay on the ship and to stay in the middle of God's will for your life and that storm that you're in, sometimes you have to cut the rope. Cutting the rope, what I mean by that is this. There's so many times I see people that go through this storm in life and their habits that they have got them in that storm. And so when the storm starts hitting them and things start getting tough, they go back to those habits. We have to cut the rope to those habits. Cut the rope and be faithful to God in the storm. The second survival storm strategy is this, be still and relax. Acts 27 verses 33 through 34, just before dawn Paul urged them all to eat. For the last 14 days, he said, you have been in constant suspense and have gone without food. You haven't eaten anything. Now I urge you to take some food. You need it to survive. Not one of you will lose a single hair from his head. I wish I read that a long time ago. 14 days, you've been panicking, stressing out, worried. He says you have stressed and panicked so much that you've gone without food. Paul said, look, you're in a storm, and you haven't been taking care of yourself. Be still and relax. Get some rest. Rest. Get some food. Take a break. Church you know what I've learned is worrying and panicking doesn't ever solve any of the problems. The other thing I've learned is panicking and worrying won't even make the storm go away. It doesn't make anything better. Today if you find yourself in a storm, I want to say to you, get some rest. Take a break. Put the phone down. Get off social media. And quit worrying. Worrying won't change anything or make anything better. Jesus said this in Luke chapter 12, verse 25 through 36. Whoever you, by worrying, can add a single hour to your life. Since you cannot do this very little thing Why do you worry about the rest? Jesus was saying, Stop worrying and panicking because it doesn't produce anything good in your life. Actually, worrying and panicking, stressing out, produces bad in your life. And today I wish I was able to stand up here and tell you guys, Man, I've mastered this in my life. I'm great at this. But today I'm speaking to myself. See, there's been times in my life where I haven't trusted God as I should have. Earlier this year, early January, I was scheduled to head to the doctor's just to do my yearly checkup and head into this doctor's appointment. I haven't been feeling well. Uh, there's nights that I just haven't been sleeping, waking up 2.30 in the morning, not being able to go back to sleep. And just, uh, I just wasn't feeling well. And so... As I got up that morning, got ready for the doctor appointment and started heading in, my chest started to really bother me. And to the point that I felt like my heart was coming out of my chest. My arms were hurting. I'm sweating. I'm not feeling good. So I drive to the doctor's check-in, pay my copay, And she says, is there anything we need to know about today? I'm like, yeah, I just don't feel good. And I feel like my chest... My heart is hurting. My chest, It's about ready to come out of my chest. And she's like, you know what? We're not going to have you sit down. We're going to have you come right back right away. So then I come back, and they hook me up to that EKG machine. And I sit there, and I start to wonder, oh, no, this is the big one. This is the big one. I'm having a heart attack right here. What am I going to do? So after a while, the doctor comes in, and he says, Mr. Kurtz, I'm going to read your results here. And the first thing I want you to know is this. I just want you to know, you're not having a heart attack. You're good. You're not having a heart attack. He starts asking some questions, though. He goes, are you sleeping at night? I'm like, no. I'm waking up at 2.30 and literally just getting out of bed, and I can't fall asleep. I'm thinking about this, or you know, I have, I'm thinking about this. And he's like, you you got you to gotta be able to go to sleep. And he says, let me ask you this question. What are you eating? I'm like, oh, that's an easy answer everything. (laughs) He goes on to say, Mr. Kurtz, there isn't anything wrong with you except you're stressed out. You're worrying too much. You're making yourself sick. You need to relax. You need to be still for a while. You need to go on vacation. You gotta find a way but you can relax a little bit. And I've learned my worries, my stress, and the storms of my life didn't accomplish anything good in my life, only bad. That's why Psalms 46.10 makes so much sense. He says, be still and know that I'm God. We have to be still. If somebody's in the midst of a storm right now, be still and know he is God. Worrying and stressing out Won't do anything positive for your life. When you find yourself caught by the storm, you gotta be still and trust God. Can I tell you, when you're in a storm and you can be still and trust God, God can bring encouragement to your heart, even in the storm. He can do that for you. Look what Acts 27, verse 34, says. Now I urge you to take some food, you need it to survive not one of you will lose a single hair from his head. They were encouraged. They were panicking for 14 days. And Paul says, guys, look, you're stressing out. You're worrying. You're panicking. Let's get some rest. Have some food. And what happens? Their hearts were encouraged. Their hearts were encouraged, and they're in a storm on a ship in hurricane weather, and their hearts are encouraged. And if we can learn to be still and get our focus on Jesus and trust him when we're in a storm, we can find that he can be the encouragement in the storm. The third storm strategy is this. Praise God in the storm. You want to survive your storm? You need to praise God in your storm. Acts 27 verses 35 through 36, after he said this, he took some bread and gave thanks to God in front of them. Then he broke it and began to eat. They were all encouraged and ate some food themselves. Before Paul gave the men food to eat, he took it, he took it and he thanked God. Remember, again, this storm is going on. The wind is blowing. The waves are crashing against the ship, and Paul is thanking God in this storm. Church, one of the survival strategies when you're in a storm of life, you got to be able to say, Thank you, Jesus. You got to be able to say, Praise the Lord. Church, I tell you, I can tell you anybody can praise God when everything's going good, anybody can do it. You see it on TV. I watch a lot of sports, and I see it happen. The, an athlete might do something really well, and so they go ahead and they'll interview him and say, man, you did so great in the game. And he'll say, before we talk about that, I want to thank God. I want to thank God. And at first I think, oh, man, that is so cool that's happening. You know, someone's praising God on national TV. But then I start to really start think, but are, you've done some things off the field? that haven't been so good. And you're praising God because things are good right now. I've seen it even in the music awards. You see somebody get up, and they'll, they'll take their award, and they'll thank God, and, you know, and everybody applaud. And I'm sitting there thinking, man, you're thanking God, but have you really listened to the lyrics of that song? See, anybody can thank God when it's going good. But the real test of our faith is when we're in a storm and life isn't going good, things are rocking, things are shaking, and we start to thank God. That is a sign that we truly trust God with our life. Psalms 42 verse 5 says, why my soul are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. I love that verse. I'm in a storm, my soul's in a downcast, and I put my hope in God, and yet I will praise Him. Whatever your storm is, praise God. I got a bad doctor's report. I lost my job. My marriage is falling apart, yet I'm going to praise God. I'm going to praise God in my storm. The boat is rocking. The wind is blowing, the lightning is flashing, the thunder is roaring, yet I will praise the Lord. Don't let a storm silence your praise. Don't let a storm silence your praise. Praise is a key to your victory. Praise God in your storm. If you want to win your storm, you need to be praising God in your storm. There's so many times we're dealing with this, and there's no praise happening. If you want to win in that, you got to start praising him. Praising is a key to your victory. The fourth survival storm strategy is this. God can take you to your destination on broken pieces. Look with me at Acts chapter 27, verse 41. But the ship struck a sandbar and ran aground. The bow struck fast and would not move, and the stern was broken to pieces by the pounding of the surf. The ship struck a sandbar and it began to break into pieces. Can you imagine being on this ship, thanking God one minute, worshiping Him, and all of a sudden the ship is breaking into pieces? Have you ever been there before in life? You're in a storm and it isn't going, coming together. It's falling apart. You're in a storm and your finances are falling apart. They're breaking into pieces. Your health is falling apart. You're looking at your family and it seems like it's all falling apart. Have you ever been in a place when you're in a storm and your emotions are falling apart? You feel like you're losing your mind. Mentally, you're breaking into pieces. You've been working hard for years and you never thought you'd be here in your career. It's falling apart. And what do you do when you look up and all you have left is broken pieces? All you have left is these broken pieces. What do you do when you look at your ship? You sit sail in life. You sit sail in family. Sit sail in school. Sit sail in parenting. And you look around, and all you have left is broken pieces. And we need to understand this. God can take you to your destination on broken pieces. You can make it on broken pieces. Acts chapter 27, verse 42 through 44. The soldiers planned to kill the prisoners to prevent any of them from swimming away and escaping. But the centurion wanted to spare Paul's life and keep them from carrying out their plan. He ordered those who could swim to jump overboard first and get to land. The rest were to get there on planks or other pieces of the ship. And this way, everyone reached the land safely. We all know it's not good when you're on a ship and the storm comes. And it gets worse when you're on a ship and the storm comes and your ship starts to break apart. And it's a whole other level when you're on a ship and the storm comes and it breaks into pieces and you can't swim. I know some of you are thinking, Pastor, I'm all right. I can swim, I'll get to that shore. But along that way, swimming, the storm picks up a little bit more. It gets a little bit harder, and you have to grab the pieces. You're on a ship in life, and it's breaking into pieces, and the Bible says the ones who can swim, swim to shore. But the rest of you, God is going to get you there. Just grab a hold of a piece. Grab a hold of a piece, and God will get you to your destination. He would take your broken pieces, and he'll get you there. We have to remember, we serve a God who can get you there on broken pieces. He will get you there. The pieces that I'm talking about that we need to hold on to are knowing that God is a God who still heals. He still heals the sick. He can cure anything. We still serve a God who's a loving God, a God who can fix your finances, a God who can save your marriage. These are the pieces that we need to hold on to. Grab on the pieces of hope that we have in God. Grab on the pieces of joy that we can find in God. Grab on the peace that he loved you so much that he sent his son Jesus to die on a cross for you so we can have eternal life with him. Those are the pieces that we need to hold on to. Those pieces are going to get us to our destination that God has for us. Grab those pieces. Today, our worship team did a song called The Mention of Your Name. Now, I'm not going to sing that song to you today. But listen to these words. The chorus says this. At the mention of your name... Every chain will break. I know everything will change. Jesus, just the whisper of your name will silence wind and waves at the mention of your name. The bridge goes on to say, you are my strength. You are my anchor and you never fail. You are my hope. You will deliver. Those are the pieces that we need to grab onto. Grab onto the pieces that he is your strength. Grab onto the piece that he's your anchor. Grab onto the piece that he will never fail you. That will help you get through your storm and grab those pieces and hold onto them tight. Because he's going to get you there. I don't know why storms come in our life, but they're going to come We gotta put our hope in God. We gotta be still and trust him. We gotta praise him. And we gotta stay on the ship. And we gotta grab the pieces. And today, I I wanna kinda wrap up our service by doing this. Would you just stand with me for a few minutes here? How many of you can just, by raising your hand, say, Pastor, I'm in a storm right now in my life. I'm in it, and it's hard right now. What I wanna do is I wanna wanna go back to that song, the mention of your name, and I'm gonna have our team sing that chorus and that bridge. If you're in that storm of your life right now, when they start singing, just let's lift our hands And say, God, this is me today. This is where I'm at. And today, I'm gonna sing this song and may God take care of my storm. Let's go ahead.
1: These are the pieces to hold on to to.
0: Storms may knock us down, but they don't have to knock us out. Today, if you're here again, and you're in that storm of life, can you just raise your hand? Because I just, again, I want to pray with you today. Father, we thank you for your word. And God, all these hands lifted across the room right now. God, you know the storm that they're in right now. So God, we pray for these storms. God, I pray for somebody who's here today that their marriage might be broken. God, that you take those pieces and you put that marriage back together. God, I pray for somebody who's here dealing with health issues. God, you can heal anything still, God. So God, I pray that you heal their bodies. God, I pray for the person who's standing here today and says, man, pastor, I'm just, I just, I'm, I'm broken. I, I have finances that are just not where they need to be at. God, I pray for their finances. God, you know the storms that everyone's dealing with. Let us remember to grab on those pieces and you will get us to our destination. We thank you for today. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.